welcome to Tuesday and our feature on nature as a window into the divine with a reflection based on the writing of Carl Safina, this time from Beyond Words, How Animals Think and Feel. But first, an invocation using the Sarum prayer. God be in my head and in my understanding. God be in my eyes and in my looking. God be in my mouth and in my speaking. God be in my heart and in my thinking. God be at my end and at my departing. And now our psalm portion from Psalm 19, the Robert Alter translation. The heavens are telling the glory of God, and the firmament proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours forth speech, and night to night declares knowledge. There is no speech, there are no words, their voice is not heard. Yet their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In the heavens he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom from his wedding canopy, and like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens and its circuit to the end of them, and nothing is hid from its heat. And now a reflection based on the writings of Carl Safina. So Carl's writings include two central themes. First, that we can recognize traces of ourselves in other living creatures, or better said, we can recognize traces of other living creatures in ourselves. In Beyond Words, How Animals Think and Feel, Safina says that it's time to move beyond the older orthodoxy of biology that said we can't infer consciousness or emotion in non-human animals. That it was thought is the scientific crime of anthropomorphism, seeing human-like form in non-humans. But Safina says Darwin taught us differently. In Safina's words, each newer thing is a slight tweak on something older. Everything humans do or possess came from somewhere. Before humans could be assembled, evolution needed to have most of the parts in stock, and those parts were developed from earlier models. We inherited them. Elsewhere, he writes that birds, dogs, whales, and many other species have all the hormones and neurotransmitters that we have to convey the experience of joy or love. So we're not the only species capable of these things, or of appreciating beauty for that matter. So there are traces of our other creatures in ourselves. That's the first theme. And the second is like unto it. The bounds of our compassion are limited by the horizons of our vision of unity. Safina offers an expansive vision of unity. The greatest story, he writes, is that all life is one. This calls for expanding what he calls the circle of compassion to include the entire human family, but also to encompass the other creatures who are with us on this experimental planet throbbing with life. Safina is echoing the mystics of every major spiritual tradition. In the Christian tradition, it's the mystics who get into trouble with the church authorities for wanting always to expand the horizon of unity in order to extend the circle of compassion. The songwriters of Israel had no problem with anthropomorphism. So we have this picture of the rising sun in Psalm 19, imagined as though it were a bridegroom waking up in the bridal chamber in the morning, leaping out of bed with an extra spring in his step, we can only imagine why, 
and racing from one end of the sky to the other before returning to sleep with his beloved. Classic anthropomorphism, and yet reflecting, in different language, the truth of science that tells us we are profoundly connected to the sun. We are literally composed of stardust, of carbon and other elements that came from exploding stars. The storytellers of Genesis tell us that many other creatures than ourselves share the breath of life and evoke the delight of God and God's blessing. So as we listen to the sounds of the rainforest over the next minute, try to feel the web of connections going on. The trees of the forest breathe in carbon dioxide and powered by the energy of the sun, breathe out oxygen while the birds and the creatures of the forest that we hear take in the oxygen thus released and breathe out carbon dioxide. It's a divine dance that surrounds us every moment of every day, a dance that we too participate in. now a prayer to the spirit by Hildegard of Bingen, 12th century nun and mystic. Fire of the spirit, life of the lives of creatures, spiral of sanctity, bond of all natures, glow of charity, lights of clarity, taste of sweetness to sinners, be with us and hear us. And now our prayer for loved ones. Over the next minute, simply name your loved ones calling each to mind in love, lifting each in the embrace of remembered love to the God who is the source of all love. Go ahead. The Serenity Prayer God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference.
So have a blessed day. Go in peace. Wash your hands. Love your neighbor. You are not alone. Who shade gives us rest?